The incredible Brett Phillips is now an angel. Do we have two unicorns on the team? They both can pitch, both Otani and Brett Phillips. That's fun to say. Uh, let's talk about what Brett Phillips actually brings to this team and what does this mean for Joe Adele and Mickey Moniak? We're going to ask all the questions and give you all the answers. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Thanks for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And John, there were some questions that were asked over on the YouTube side. And so I want to bring some clarity to uh-huh. those questions. Uh-huh. This that I'm holding up for those that are actually listening, I'm holding up a glass and this 70s glass that somebody <laughs> said looks very ancient. It's usually filled either with iced tea or water or a combination of both. And that's it. Just so we are clear. And I'm gonna take a drink right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, we're doing three episodes until pitchers and catchers report. So you can count on us. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We had a great mailbag Monday this week. We're excited to share this news about Brett Phillips. We actually changed our schedule just a bit. We were going to talk about some of the Angels' starting pitching that we do have and how they compare to some of the best in the league. We're actually going to save that conversation for Friday. Now that we have the news that Brett Phillips is an angel, Mike. How exciting is that? That's exciting. A, a one-year deal, $1.2 million, And the news is that he's going to be our fourth outfielder. Yeah. Perry Manassian said on Tuesday that those jobs are solidified. And so the three that are out there right now, Renfro, Trout, and Ward, are going to be our starting outfielders. That's obvious. And then we always thought that maybe it would be Joe Adele or Mickey Moniak being that fourth outfielder. But mm-hmm. the Angels gave Brett Phillips a major league contract. They were the only team to actually offer him a major league contract. Right. And he signed it. Brett Phillips signed it. And he said he understands simply because of what he he did last year really didn't perform to the level that he thought he should be able to perform. And Austin Warren was designated for assignment. I and I don't know. know if you saw this on, I think I think it was Twitter. No, it was Somebody Reddit. said, that's a, a rare L for GM John. Yes. Reddit said, somebody on Reddit said, Locked on Angels is going to be fuming when they get this news. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was All right, great. so fume, John. Fume. Oh, man. You know what? Austin Warren, for me, was somebody that I think would have made a contribution to the bullpen. And hopefully he clears waivers and can get back to AAA. Yeah. And in, even though he won't be on the 40-man, uh, I hope that we're able to keep him around. I guess they really like Jose Marte's velocity because he's yeah. still on the 40-man. So they didn't right. get rid of that. So high velocity and high walk rate. I'm glad that uh, we got Brett Phillips. It was, I think, a, a kind of a bummer to see Austin Warren actually sure. get DFA'd. The, the stats for Brett Phillips are are eye-popping, but not in a good way. Why don't you give us those stats, John? I think this is what was confusing and concerning to a lot of fans who might not know who Brett Phillips is. And just by first glance, here's what you get with Brett Phillips in 2022, his previous season. Uh, 144 batting average, five home runs, 22 runs, 15 RBIs, seven stolen bases, 249 slugging, 466 OPS, 
Mike, that's good for a 36 OPS plus. Yikes. That's uh, 64% worse than league average. But here's the thing. The Angels are not going to need him for his bat. And the reason why he is a fourth outfielder is exactly for these reasons. His outfield arm strength ranks ninth among all outfielders in MLB. Okay. It's an average of 93.9 miles per hour. He once threw 101.1 last wow. season. So he's incredible okay. with that arm strength out there. He ranks second among outfielders in outfield jump. So he gets a good jump on a fly ball. And mm-hmm. in fact, he covers 4.3 more feet than the average outfielder when he makes a play. So he's all wow. over the outfield. And as far as a defensive late innings replacement, he's going to be really strong and we're going to feel really good about him out there. In fact, I encourage listeners and viewers to go check out some Brett Phillips highlights because they're out there and they're darn good. Listen to this. He ranked seventh among outfielders in outs above average with 11. That's ahead of Stephen Kwan, Cedric Mullins, uh, rookie of the year, Julio Rodriguez, Byron Buxton, and even Harrison Bader. So good he, names. Those are some good names for Phillips to outrank in terms of outs above average. So he's going to be a great defensive replacement and somebody that makes sense as a fourth outfielder. So those are yeah. his defensive numbers. And again, we know that the Angels probably aren't expecting his bat to make an impact, but there's some hope here. In fact, Uh, Get into some of the stats that he has on the hitting side. Yeah, he's got a career 403 slugging percentage and a career 695 OPS against righties as a lefty. Mm -hmm. And that's a good starting point. He has been working with Trent Woodward this offseason. This is the same guy that helped Taylor Ward Mm -hmm. find his swing and revamp his swing. And on an introductory call with the media, he said hitting has been lacking behind, and I'm the only one to blame for that. Mm -hmm. So somebody that owns the problem and is working on the problem is somebody you want on your team. He said, I've never had a sense of understanding of what a swing should feel like or look like on a consistent basis. And he said, Angel fans and the front office are going to have expectations of performance. And with the discipline and routine that I have today, I can honestly say that I'm ready for those expectations. Let's go, Brett. Here's why you like Brett Phillips, right? I mean, he understands who he is and he understands who he is not. Mm -hmm. And he knows that he has some work to do. And I think that maybe this is why Perry signed him because of the conversations that they had. Sure, it would have been easy to give him a minor league deal, but quite honestly, giving him a major league deal does allow our defense to be better in the outfield. And if you do have to give a day off to one of those guys, maybe Mike Trout, you know that you're not going to falter in the outfield and fall apart defensively it would be the offense that we would really be concerned about but we have such a strong lineup ideally with all of the healthy players coming back that this seems like a really great move so Johnny I'm gonna fall into the category of I kind of like this move where do you land (laughs) I really like this move and there's a uh, there's a Twitter follow I follow in the angel verse of Twitter and it's uh, I believe it's at bolts and halos she calls herself mama ruffin she's a great Angel fan, and she tweeted something that made me think, oh, that's a really good point. And she said, you know what? The Reds were the only ones to offer Brandon Drury a major league contract when everybody else offered him a minor league contract. I said, that's a really good point. So perhaps the Angels will be uh, 
they'll be given a, a blessing in disguise here in the sense that, <laughs> hey, they went out and they bet on Brett. Hey, there you go. Let's bet on hey, Brett this season. Bet on Just, Brett. There we go. I love it. Hashtag uh, that. There you go. <laughs> and so it's very exciting to have him on this team. Again, I'm really impressed with the defense. Mike, working with Trent Woodward, who helped fix Taylor Ward's swing. Oh, man. That tells me that we might get a Brett Phillips we maybe haven't seen since the start of his career. Yeah. Or perhaps a new Brett Phillips that is going to be really exciting to watch this season. Yeah, I think that what I liked about when he's in his quote as he was being interviewed is he said, I've never actually thought this is how a swing is supposed to feel Isn't that and crazy? What it's supposed to be like consistently. Yeah. Right? That is crazy, right? I think it I think there are just some players that go up there and just swing away. Everybody mm. everybody's Vlad Guerrero, right? And, and now <laughs> we're what we're learning is that the path of the ball and all of that stuff, it matters. Mm-hmm. And so to have a, a Brett Phillips thinking differently at the plate and being comfortable and consistent at the plate mm-hmm. could really be a benefit to this team coming off the bench. Yeah, I agree. And I really appreciate the fact that he has owned up to the lack of results over last season. And he's really set on making an impact in 2023. And now that Brett Phillips is here coming up, we're going to talk about what does this mean for Joe Adele and Mickey Moniak, where are they going to end up in 2023 now that that fourth outfielder spot has been solidified? We'll talk about that coming up. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to the basketball season. They've got you covered at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. And for your second listen, check out Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, a connoisseur, if you will. And every time Mike and I have a question about Maybe the Halo system or another team's minor league system. We go to Lindsay just like we go to Jared whenever Jared Walsh hits a home run. Just go to Lindsay. He'll help you out. Check out Lockdown MLB Prospects. It's available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. The Angels signed a fourth outfielder, Brett Phillips, and we were under the impression that Joe Adele or Mickey Moniak was mm-hmm. going to be that fourth outfielder. Mm-hmm. Now... Brett, who is on the Major League roster, is going to be that guy. So, Johnny, it begs the question, what's going to happen to Mickey Moniak and what's going to happen to Joe Adele? Where do they start the season? Are they in the minors? Are they in the majors? Are they just going to be depth? What does this mean for these two guys? Our friend Andrew from Angels Top Plays tweeted out something during the announcement that Brett Phillips was signed, and he made a really excellent point that Perry Manassian's approach to this offseason has been, we're not going to go with unproven guys. We are going to get major league ready talent because that's what was missing from this team last season. And so at the very least, you know that Brett Phillips can play the outfield for you. And with Joe Adele and Mickey Moniak, you're not betting on them to figure it out at the major league 
level. I think the biggest concern, Mike, going into 2023 was, okay, is it either going to be Joe Adele or Mickey Moniak as the fourth outfielder? But then the problem there is fourth outfielders don't play every day. And these two guys need to play every single day. They need the at-bats. They need the reps in the outfield. Joe Adele needs to figure out how to lower that strikeout rate. Mickey Moniak needs healthy playing time. He's had his share of accidents. They weren't really injuries that were his fault. He was just getting hit in the hand with the baseball while he's at the plate. That happened a couple times last season. And we all felt bad for the guy when he got taken out of his last game last season. And Mike, these guys need everyday games. They need everyday reps. And they need to iron out any issues down in AAA. It doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that they deserve more playing time, something that they're not going to get as a fourth outfielder with the major league club, at least right now. And, you know, you and I have talked a lot about Joe Adele on this pod, and we've talked a lot about how in AAA, he really has crushed it. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've seen the numbers that he put up. Mm -hmm. I remember two seasons ago, he was just mashing down there. We couldn't wait for him to come up. Yeah. Right. We were so excited about it. And then last year, he even mashed down there. But when he came up to the major league roster and played, he just wasn't the same player. And Mm. You've mentioned it, and I want to say it one more time. Mm. Joe Adele is still very young, and mm-hmm. he is not somebody who it feels like he's been around a long time, but he really hasn't been right. around. He came a long up in time. 2020 because there was no minor leagues, and they were like, "Well, we yeah. can't let this guy sit and play right. practice games with the you know practice squad that they had going on." They wanted him to get real time reps. That's right. why he came up so early. This kind of fixes that this season. He doesn't have to be rushed up again this season. Agreed. And they didn't want to have a a lost year for him. And what's great about this, Johnny, is a... Is he 23? Joe Adele's 23 years old? Yeah. And so a a 24-year-old Joe Adele next year is probably a mature, developing, maybe even better than he is right now, outfielder and potential superstar for the Angels. And I want to see him thrive, and I want to see him on this team. But as we've mentioned, Taylor Ward has taken a long time to develop into Taylor Ward. Mm -hmm. In fact, Jared Walsh was interviewed by Matty V and Harold Reynolds on the MLB Network. Mm -hmm. And Jared Walsh said that Taylor Ward is legit. He said (laughs) that season that guy had last year is not a fluke. Mm -hmm. This guy is actually really good. It just took him a while to figure it out. And I think that for Joe Adele, it's going to take him a while to figure it out. We've seen him in the outfield really, really struggle. And we're like, Joe, just don't think. Just let instinct take over. (laughs) But that's what happens when you figure it out. You know when it's instinct versus I'm going to think about this. And that's the Joe Adele that we want. And we are often talking a lot about like, man, we got to find a place for him on the major league roster to play in the outfield so that he can figure it out. But now there isn't that pressure. And so Mm. I wouldn't be shocked if we see a crushing, excellent, incredible Joe Adele in the minor leagues this season to the point where fans are going to go, man, bring that boy up. We want to have him in the lineup and all those things. That's where we just need to like cool our, cool our jets, right? Like we need to calm down and say, let him develop and let him become who he has the potential to become. It makes sense because when he's down in AAA, he mashes, like you said, but you know what else happens? He still strikes out. And I think that AAA is going to give him the chance to cut down on the strikeouts, have better pitch recognition, and hit much better than he would at the major league club. And when, in 2021, when we had like this group of outfielders that 
you shouldn't have been here because we lost Dexter Fowler and and yep. then Mike Trout gets hurt. It's like, oh, well, then bring up your young guys like Joe Adele and let them play. But now that there are four outfielders, we have some outfield depth now yep. with Moniak yep. and Adele waiting in the wings. So if there is an injury to any of the outfielders, God forbid, then we have those guys who can yeah. come up and make an impact. Let them have stud seasons, build their confidence up, and let them come up to the majors after they've had some time in AAA to get things right, to figure things out. They have, again, everyday reps, everyday at-bats, everyday games in the outfield. These guys need it. We want to see it. And then we want to see them come up and be fully prepared to play at the major league level. With Brett Phillips on this team as the fourth outfielder and Joe Adele and Mickey Moniak likely starting in AAA, that feels good, as we've mentioned. However, John, there is a bit of a a caveat to this, a a twist Mm. to this, and that is, could they possibly be traded? And Mm. we mentioned this on Monday, on Mailbag Monday, that the Marlins have indicated that they want to trade one of their four starting pitchers, and they've actually really indicated that, not just by saying it out loud, but they signed Johnny Cueto to a one-year $8.5 million contract, and he's got a club option for 2024, which on the Marlins side... I think that's a brilliant move. Sure. I think he's perfect sure. for the Marlins. He's a he's an ace potential for them and could really solidify that rotation. But John, this opens up the opportunity for the Halos to maybe make a move. And we have a friend on Locked On Marlins mm-hmm. that actually said that the Marlins are looking for an outfielder, Johnny. Yeah, Peter Pratt, who hosts a Locked On Marlins from the UK, by the way. It's great listening to someone with a British accent talk about American baseball. It's my favorite thing. Yes. So check out Locked On Marlins. Uh, Peter does a great job over there. He mentioned that the Marlins are in need of an outfield bat. He brought up Brian Reynolds as a possible trade candidate. He even brought up Ramon Laureano, which I was like, that makes mm. a lot of sense, especially for where yeah. the A's are right now. They don't necessarily need Loriano. Plus, get him out of our dang division and league so he can't hurt us <laughs> yes. anymore, yeah. please. Right. Um, earlier this week, though, Peter brought up Joe Adele as a mm. potential piece of a trade. Now, caveat to that, he called him a buy low candidate. And I went, okay. <laughs> Clutch my pearls. Bite your tongue, Offended. Peter. <laughs> but I mean, he's, well, he's in the UK. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. Uh, and, and that's the thing. He he was looking at Joe's minor league numbers and was like, what the heck? This guy can mash. And yeah. so I think that that's where that's coming from, because at the major league club, he just hasn't put it together in the same way ha- that he has in the minors. So knowing what we know about Joe and knowing that there might be an interest on the Marlins side, I know Peter's the host of Locked on Marlins. He's not part of the team, but as a host, I'm sure he's got great insight into what they need and and who they would like. And I think Joe Adele makes sense. And here's the other thing, Mike. He also mentioned that after 2023, when Miguel Rojas is an unrestricted free agent, they're going to yeah. need a shortstop in uh, Miami. And so there might be a package where... Hmm. Joe Adele and 
some sort of shortstop could get us somebody, uh, one of those four starters that the Marlins have made available. Why don't we go through some of the minor league shortstops that could potentially be part of a trade with the Marlins? John, you know when you watch a movie and you see an actor in the movie and you're like, who is that actor? And mm-hmm. then you find out who the actor is, and then suddenly every movie you watch, he's in that movie yes. or she's in that movie. <laughs> That's what Denzer Guzman feels like to me. Ah. Because when we first talked about him, I was like, ooh, I got to look up this guy because I had not heard his name. Right. And then since we've talked about him, probably, what, two months ago? Every week his name comes up. Somebody's talking about him and they're really high on him. He's 18 years old and he's estimated to arrive in the major leagues in 2025. And then there's another name in the minor leagues, Jeremiah Jackson. Mm -hmm. I'm actually familiar with him. Mm -hmm. He's estimated to arrive a year earlier, 2024. So is Errol Vera. Mm -hmm. And that's another name that's really held high in the Angels organization. And they're estimating he'll be here next season as well. Somebody you you've talked about a lot is Kyron Paris. We yeah. actually had a friend that went and watched him play and he's put together a, a pretty good career in the minor leagues and has put a really good season together last season. Yeah. You know what? He, he, he's estimated to arrive in 2024 and he had, don't get me wrong. He had 14 games with the trash pandas at double a, mm-hmm. and he was decent in rookie ball and single a, but Mike, then he goes to double a and does this. 359 average, a 510 on base percentage, 641 slugging, and get this, a 1.151 OPS. That That's 14 mm. games with the Trash Pandas. But remember, they went to the playoffs in AA, and they felt like Kyron was good enough to be part of this team and help them get there. And that's what yep. he does in 14 games. So I went, okay, maybe that's some incentive for a team to want Kyron Paris. And then, Mike, we got to talk about it. What about Levon Soto as part of the deal? He played really well last season, right? And and the the few games he played in the major leagues, he looked fantastic. So mm-hmm. I I took the liberty of popping a couple of these names into the trade simulator just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Like if we did Joe Adele plus one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzer Guzman actually has the highest rating. So sure. if we traded Joe Adele and Denzer Guzman, Johnny, we according to the trade simulator, we could get an Edward Cabrera and, and have him on our team. Why don't you share his stats with us? Mike, I think of the pitchers that are available, Edward Cabrera is my favorite, not only because he's a right-hander, but because there's some years there. He really made yeah. a great impression last season. Again, we went over this on Monday during Mailbag, but let me refresh everybody. A 2.1 war, 6-4 and four last season, 3.01 ERA. He had 14 games, 71.2 innings pitched. 75 Ks, and I love this, a 1.074 whip. That's walks and hits per innings pitched. That's good. Basically, one person gets on base per inning that he's pitched. That's pretty good. But then, check out these numbers from Baseball Savant. These are his MLB percentile rankings in 2022. He ranks 85th percentile in average exit velocity, 82nd percentile in expected batting average 69th percentile in k percentage i love this one 76th percentile in chase rate 83 percentile in hard hit percentage that means he's not getting hit very hard if he's ranking really high the uh whiff percentage is probably the one that sticks out the most to me he's in the 86th percentile so his stats the underlying numbers and the way the ball moves the way he throws it the way it goes toward the plate He's ranking really high in all of that. 
Now, some things to watch out for. He does get barreled. Uh, he's in a lower percentile, so the barrel percentage is not very good. The walk rate is not very good. Those are things that you can work on. Again, yeah. he's a young pitcher, and I think he would make an immediate impact on this team. So, Mike, does a does a Joe Adele plus a shortstop package, you know, like you said, according to the trade simulator, do the Marlins go for that? I would say yes. I mean, why wouldn't they, right? Even if it's a Mickey Moniak, I feel like those two guys could really thrive on the Marlins mm-hmm. and and could really have an opportunity to be who everybody thought they would be. Mm-hmm. And then when you think about some of these young shortstops, we have Zach Neto, and we're really high on Zach Neto, and I think that he's the guy that's going to take that shortstop position within the next year. Yeah, and it's one of the reasons why we probably didn't go and get somebody, right? Or we're afraid of Carlos Correa, like every other major league team is. <laughs> but the the truth is, is we have Zach Neto who's going to be there, and I know depth is really important, and so some of these guys might be backups for us. But the reason why you want depth in the minor leagues, Johnny, is because you have trade pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we don't make a trade right now, I definitely see us making a trade at the trade deadline mm-hmm. or maybe before the trade deadline. And one of these guys is going to be traded. And maybe that's why they have Joe and Mickey in the minor leagues, because they're going to allow them to mash. Mm-hmm. And then their value goes up because everybody's like, well, Joe's value is really low right now. Our friend even uh, from Locked on Marlin said that it's a buy low with mm-hmm. Joe. And I hate that rhymed. And and so I think maybe they're going to let him just marinate in the minor leagues right now. And he's going to have 35 home runs by the all-star break. And he's going to look like this incredible superstar. And then people will go, hmm, maybe we should have that guy on our team. And then perhaps we can actually get more value from Joe Adele for another piece to help this team get to the playoffs. What you just said right there reminds me of that phrase, play chess, not checkers. And I feel like Perry mm-hmm. Manassian has been playing chess, not checkers, all off season. And I think this Brett Phillips signing, Mickey Moniak and Joe Adele in the minors, uh, giving Levon Soto a look to where his stock goes up or maybe some of these other shortstops. Perry Manassian's playing chess, not checkers. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. And now, for your second listen, check out Locked On MLB Prospects with our friend Lindsey Crosby. He is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. And his podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, be sure to get at us on Twitter at LockedOnAngels. If any of these conversations piqued your interest, shoot us a message or a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And catch us at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Mike, we just launched official Super Halo Bros merch. You can find that on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. We've got shirts. We've got hoodies. We've got coffee mugs. We've got stickers. Get over there and check out the store. Mike, what do we have on deck for Friday's show? All right, so we compared Sandy, Suarez, and Detmers to some of the best young pitchers in the major leagues. So what do we find out? We'll come hang Friday, and we're going to share the results, and I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. That's Friday on Locked On Angels. You're going to want to be here for that conversation. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you on Friday. Friday.